0: Uh, Last time we were talking about um, two things about Ephesus in terms of um, the Ephesians. Paul wrote to the uh, church this letter, and just as a reminder again, we have to consider that when this is written, the way it is structured for us in terms of the Bible, it is not um, written with the how we have it written now with verses and chapters. That is basically for our benefit so that we can find where we are. Other than that, it would be like somebody would have written an essay and sent it out, and then tell you, let's look at the essay again. You say, which, which section are you at? Uh, keep looking, I'm down on this page. It won't be difficult to find it, at least your spot. But so it has been punctuated with chapters and verses for ease of reference for our purposes. Essentially, though, Ephesians is basically in two groupings. By the way, nobody's looking and cheating. How many chapters in Ephesians? Four or five, you should say six, just so we stay on. <laughs> You're absolutely correct, six. Very good, you know. There are six. <laughs> six chapters in Ephesians. Um, and it is divided into, um, I, I think, broadly, generally speaking, two groups. One is uh, calling, um, who and again? This is written to the believers, and then the second part deals with our conduct, your call, and then your conduct. Uh, that's how generally it is written. We said as, as well that Ephesus, the city of Ephesus, the people, the place. Uh, I think it's important if you. Oh, let me ask. Let me put it back in the form of a question. If you want to know the Bahamas or the people of the Bahamas, do you think it's necessary to to know a little bit about the geography? Where it is first on the map? you think that's necessary? Do you think if somebody says, I heard the term Bahamians, so who are they? But Do you think finding out where it is, where they placed on the map, do you think that's important to go find out? Um, if you listen to the TV ads about tourism, to tell you a little bit about, show you, I guess, highlights about the Bahamas, the geography, what is really the history? Where do they come from? Do you think that kind of information would be beneficial? Or oh, it may depend on how much you want to know about the Bohemians who you heard about. So knowing where it is is important. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, just for a point of reference, is there something necessarily unique just because we are Bohemian? How are Bohemians different than Cubans? Location, location, location. San Climate difference. Climate difference? Close, yeah. are not so far, but maybe slightly. Um, the topography of the land may make a difference. Where, right? Where? We? Who? Right. Oh. No, no, no. First, you have to go further south for the equator. Uh, we, we are the Tropic of Cancer. Passes through Eleuthera, mean Exuma. Um, but you have to go further south. So we are 23. We go by... Exuma, 23 and a half degrees north of the equator. All right. So, but so Cuba, there's, I guess, on the surface, they probably have a very similar temperature. All right. But what, But what is? If there's anything else, of course, with the temperature, they have mountains. We don't. So I guess if you go up in the mountains, you you will feel a little different, You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go. Okay. But um, that's different. But is there anything else significantly different between the Cubans and the Bahamians? Because of location, what? Uh-huh. Language. Language. Language? Okay, so... Right, right. Uh, so you think where you live, Bahamians will have a problem speaking Spanish? Very sir. And it's because we don't live in the right place. Well, uh, more or less with no bombs the very multicultural place. Becoming even more so. Right, so... Whereas Cuba is not. As multicultural... So, so. Probably was sometimes an urban age, I guess, more... Yeah. Open, liberated, socialist, moving. So, we, 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 we could probably survive there. We can't survive there well, they're here now. <laughs> All right. So, so let's say the difference would be, uh, well, and we that's minute, small, with temperature or climate rather than, say, temperature. And that depends, but it's very minute. I think there's very little difference except in terms of elevation. Language, nah, you know, what is unique about Bohemia that you can't find outside of us? You won't find it unless it's a poor imitation What's unique? Dialect? Come back to language, right? Language. Let's say if a Cuban is speaking Spanish and someone from Spain is speaking Spanish, can you tell the difference? You believe I don't know, this I don't know. You, you think there's a there's a dialect it's an accent that is unique. So that's Spanish, but it is hmm, a little different. I'm told that Americans speak English. Is that true? By the way, who, are, who are Americans? Indians. <laughs> it's, amazing <how> <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how we change things. You, have you ever heard about South America, Central America, North America? So who are Americans? They thought the Indians migrated to in America first. Okay, so they are, and they still call them Indians. So why call them Indians? They have to share a lot with them. They are obligated to share a lot with the Okay, so the Indians then come to America Yes, they're American. Yeah, that's my God. So they, are they still, or they, they have by the they, I guess two nationality. So wherever the Indians have, they left their heritage as an Indian. So where's the true American? I, then I can come back. We will be Who who are, who are we? No, no. Who are we? How do you know who we are? You know, <laughs> that's another story. But, but who you, when you say American, normally when we say American or America, we think United States of America. But isn't Canadians American? No, they're not. They're not? Aren't they in North America? Canada is a whole separate country. Yeah, but I say North America. I'm not talking about the country. They're not they're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Canadians? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me change it. South America. Um name me a country in South America. Okay? Brazil. Are they South Americans? Yes, yeah. Maybe. And still Brazilian. Uh, yes. Let me go to Central America. Name me a country in Central America. In the middle, right North. in the belly. Honduras. Mexico? Mexico? And I heard another one? Okay, Honduras. Are not Hondurians and Mexicans Central Americans? Uh, yes. See, yeah, okay. Let me go up north. In North America, how many countries are there in North America? Canada. Canada is one big fella. And name another bigger fella. It's United States of the Americas. All right. So they call it the United States. So, so then, in a sense, Canadians are Americans, North Americans like the United States of America are North America. But because we are so accustomed to the language, we say, when we say America, if I say I'm going to America, where am I going? America. Not necessarily, but that's what you think. <laughs> it, I could I could be going to Central America and still be, I guess, legally right that I, I'm going to America. Which one? Because the person is so accustomed to saying, you're going to the States, you know, and going foreign. It's for any place outside the map. So if I say America, though people generally think I'm going to the United States. But uh, that's not what I said. I say I'm going to America. And there are three of them. Possibility. North, Central, South. But we in the Bahamas would automatically think that. I want the people living in the South, if they use that, I'm going to America, I wonder what would be their response. What would they think? Have they been brainwashed like us? Have they been conditioned to think that when you say America, it's always the United States? If the Canadian says, I'm going to America, but you are already in America. Can Americans say, I'm going to America? They say, duh, you're here, mate. You're already here. Nah, but I'm going to Central America. Or I'm going to a country in South America. That's the difference. When we talk about Ephesus, how far was Ephesus? Let's see, last time we asked this, let's see if people have any stuff. Ephesus is some distance from the sea, approximately how far? From the beach. Thirty dollars? What? Thirty one
1: Ephesus from the sea. It was like thirty kilometers.
0: It was it was on on the sea. Sea. Is it on the sea? Oh, yeah, it was like right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. It's right there. Okay. Right. Some, other, some other important, just name some other important countries in the, in the area, around Ephesus, any other cities you may have heard before. Jerusalem. It's a little distant. distance. you be able to swim or take a long walk around the curb and come down, you know, crossing cars, the strip, you can get you out there, you know, people, that's another story. Uh, but, um, Athens, 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 some people are looking at the book, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> Athens, okay. These are the people who live in this place. It is, was it, um, we talked about, It must have had a very, the population's pretty high you know, at the time when this was written, and we guessed, uh, at least, because they had a, like a stadium we used the term last week, like where the people who come for a public event, like they're Jonkohum, you know. Where when they all meet in this one place, you know. But this place could hold more people than our new stadium. Uh, what what approximate number we used last week? Oh, Go, come Thank you very much. Almost fifty thousand people in the same place, you know. That's a lot of people, and we're assuming that not everybody went to Jonkohum. Some people were staying home, mining a dog or something. So not everybody was here. so. They must have had in the city more than 50,000 people. That's a lot of people. Uh, and so in the middle of this, there were some Christians. Remember, Paul had this mission that to, to go to those persons who were non-Jewish people. That's what he believed is calling was to go and share with them. So he ended up here to Ephesus and shared the gospel there. And people believed. The gospel, and so the church was formed. And again, what do you mean, the church? I'm talking about no construction building. So, what is the church again? Who, what, the, the, who? the body of believers. Those who have body. Yeah, did I, it's a good thing I read it. I, I could read mine now. <laughs> you know. So, those who are Christians are called the church, and in fact, they are the body of Christ. So without Christians, Christ has no body. Because he is the head. Right? Yeah. And so the rest is the body. Because normally when you find the head of somebody who was decapitated, we normally don't say, we found the body of someone in the bush. He's the head of a body. You know? But when you do find the body, people say, we found a body without a head. Isn't it strange? So which part of it? And if you find a limb, you don't say we find a body. We always talk about a body part. So I wonder where the body is. Oh. From the shoulder to your buttocks or to your waist. Really? See, I found a torso. This body was decapitated. Head off, limbs off, just a thought, the, the torso of the body. You know, right in the middle. That's it. That's it, yes, Please. yes I Yeah, man, nice work with him. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, yeah, idea, right? <laughs> I would, uh, I would do too. You know, that's what's going on. Let's find out what Paul has to say here, though, as his opening comments, and see if we can take a tour, and as if, because he's, he's writing this, and we have to pretend we're a real strip between being Paul, in terms of what is he thinking? Why do you say that? I like to ask a why question like CSI, yes. you know, we going to dig and do some little research. And, and then I'm wondering, what did the people who this was given to, when they first got it, what did they do? Did they just file it, put it in a drawer? Did they scan it? What did they do with that? They're hearing this the first time. In this, it begins by this verse 1, Paul, and Paul identifies himself, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. to. The saints who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ Jesus. Okay, let's go back here. Paul said he's an apostle. All right? And we said last week what an apostle is, right? Who's an apostle? One who is? Appointed. One. I missed that. One who? was appointed by the Lord. Appointed? Uh, personally, or did Jesus send him an email? Personally. Uh, personally, okay. Um, oh, commission sent an apostle, Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints. Wait a minute. You, you, you are all saints if you believe in Christ, right? You are a saint, right? Yeah. Or oh, you, yeah. oh, you have to die first. Then you become a saint. Are uh, you a saint the moment you became a Christian? Uh, these people were alive, who he was writing to, right? so he called them saints. They would put all of them at the Ephesus, were saints, all these Christians? Because he didn't say, I like to say hi to the Christians and to the saints. Uh-huh. So that means they're two different groups. But he didn't do that here. He just said, Saints, hello. Did you see that? That means you are saints, so it's okay if I publicly call you, I saint, in public, you won't feel bad. You'll, you'll feel bad. No. He said, did you call me that? People looking at me. Oops, I'm a saint. I know saint. You know, this is St. Paul, (laughs) and see whoever St. Mary, see who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ. And he uses verse two. He says, "Grace, funny word, to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ." So he gave them two things. He delivered two things to them from two persons. The two things are what? G and P, right? G P S G P. S from the Savior, grace and peace from the Savior, yeah, and the Father, Um, and God the Father and God the Son, that's good, that's a good way to greet people, what is grace, remind me, grace is unmerited favor, may God's favor that you don't deserve be yours, May God give you something you don't deserve. I wonder what that could be. Can you think of anything you don't deserve, but, um, um, you want? Ah, that's a twist. song. Money? Yeah? <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> what you don't deserve, but you want it. What other what, what form of grace you want? Because Paul is saying grace. To you, and he's bringing this from somebody else. And this is from no common place or person. From God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Bringing two things. Grace is one, and grace is unmerited favor. May God's favor, may his son, the Father's favor, and the Son's favor be yours. That's a good kind of a greeting. Compared to what are we greeting for today? Hi. What's that I mean? You hi? <laughs> or you look. <laughs> you want something or you off something. hi <laughs> And we smile with it, make it seem so good. You know, hi. Bye. It's the same thing. Just a smile. Hi, go. Smile go with anything. Else. It's like hi Bye. Go to hell. <laughs> it's also a smile. You know. It does it hurts. So what he's saying, grace be you. And peace. Wow. What is that? That's a funny word to describe. What is peace? I challenged some people last week. I, I know they do. You know, they had an opportunity to greet some people in our audience. and, uh, and to shock of people in the people and see what their face said. This is so holy, holy, and now, what is peace? May God's grace and peace be yours. What is peace? It's lack of. Conflict. You didn't say conflicts. I want to make sure. I understand. Okay. No conflicts. Um, no serious. Lack of conflict. So may you have God's peace, which means there is no conflict in your life. What? Can you imagine there being no conflict in your life? Do you know that conflict makes you grow? Say so yeah. And then, so some people would ask God, say, God, give me no conflicts and no conflict today, right? So if you ask that, you're basically saying, God, I don't want to grow today or tomorrow. Just give me peace. Really? Well, I, you know, I mean, I'm twisting this a little bit, you know, just to see if you can unravel this. So lack of conflict, or could, be, could it be a state of mind that even in the midst of my conflict, I don't lose faith. I mean, oh, my, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's thing, you know? Well-being. You, you, Well, is it possible to lose your well-being? How, how do you do that? Do well, well, first, that's so I don't misunderstand, because I like, what is one's well-being? How do you, what is that? Help. Your health? Holism. Holism. That's the same thing as everyone. your whole ism. What is your whole ism? Um, you ever lose your whole ism? Have you ever seen anybody lose your ism? I mean, your whole, you know? If you lose your whole, boy, you in a ism, you're in a situation, you know? Yeah. What is that? To, to lose yourself and your mind. How do you know you lose your mind? I I can play back something I thought somebody... (laughs) Um, I heard I visited the hospital yesterday, and the person... But you can't hear because it's not going to be loud enough. And this person was talking in in the bed next to the the person who I was visiting. And they were talking nonstop. Strong voice. And and I missed it recorded on my phone. You know, for four minutes, you know, just so you can hear. You know, what's going on? He made. There was no sentence that made sense. None. No sense. No, no, no he no. and then sometimes He have a better voice. He says, The I've got, and, he, and this is going on and I'm, and I'm watching the nurses who are sitting at the what they call it, nurses station, I don't know how they call it. well golly that's another story you know, because they are so aloof, they're like going into the zone they checking, check in, you know I say silence this fella, what's going on but you know, because he's obviously the people are so lucky, I'm sick, you got me next to this man you're trying to kill me, you know there's going to be no peace, people if you wanted to sleep but this is bad yeah, I wonder if his name was Harold. I didn't want to ask. That's another story. Peace, do you think the people in that room had peace? Uh, lack of what? What is this peace that we're asking God for? Even in the midst of your potential comfort peace, could you have that as a state of mind? Could it be that? need a mind. So that my mind is at peace. My mind is not worried. Do you know worry is a sin as a Christian? Bible just said, because it shows lack of faith. Because me and God, I don't trust you, so I can worry. Okay, let's other But I'm here. I don't care. I still worry. That's the way I am. I'm a warrior. You, you, you are a war career, or <laughs> a warrior. You know, I am a warrior, but let's bring it on. <laughs> What are, what, are what are you? But you want these two things. God's grace, God's peace. We don't say that to people today. Yes, we do. Do you ever greet somebody and say, Peace, man. Yeah. What do I mean? A peace, gal. Eh. man you know, Some sound a little corny about that. That not sound right. You know, that's not nice. Peace, you What make them think I need anything? Some people are so offensive and defensive that you go and greet them and say, Peace. Now, it depends on how you set it up you know, and if you say hi, may God's peace be at little Atom, you know, let's go with nobody with peace. You know, what does that mean? You know, people may be thrown off by their comment. Well, oh, not so. These people here in you know, that, I wonder what they felt like. Somebody stood up and read this letter to them. First of all, in Paul's mind, Paul's wishing these persons two things. God's grace, God's peace to be with you from God the Father and the Son the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm, that's good. Paul, that's his thinking. So he's writing this up. Good, now it got to the other, the intended audience. Now they're reading or listening to it. Okay, this is from Paul. He identified himself. This is the real thing. Paul the apostle. Yeah, this is me now. You know, may God's grace and peace be with you from God the Father and His Son, Lord Jesus Christ. Then he goes goes on to say this. Blessed. Oh, another word I don't know what it means. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has... Blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, that is just too much words. I I need somebody to paraphrase that, say that back, break it down. They say, break it down, break it down. Because I could read it, but I want to understand it. I can say it, but if it doesn't fit, I can't file it in my head where it makes sense. It doesn't do my whole ism any good. Hey, it doesn't do me any good because I, I need to understand it for me to apply it to life. You know, and right now he just starts off with blessing to be the God and Father. Yeah, of our Lord Jesus Christ who, this one, has blessed us. This is God the Father who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Ooh, that's a lot of stuff. Blessing. You know, some people just come to you, you here, you pass somebody, they just say, Blessed. <laughs> yeah, man. Blessed. Yeah, blessed. Yeah, blessed. Yeah, in this case, be the God and Father. Blessed. <laughs> what does that mean? Blessed. Marvelous. You look, we, we, we here. we use these words all the time, frequently. Yeah. You're guilty as child. I sentence you to use blessed now for the next week. Yeah. <laughs> Or oh, two months in jail. Blessed. What is that? Blessed. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Blessed, holy name. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's verse 3. What does it mean? Is, is it a verb? Something to yeah. do? Yeah, so, so so, what do you do? Bless. Well, it, give me another word. That's how I could understand blessing. To bless someone is true. It's a good thing we could find words. You know, y'all get up now. This thing is great. <laughs> to, 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 to something to make something holy or what? Consecrate. Consecrate. To set something aside.